Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to work through Jeremiah 36. This is the account of Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, burning the scroll that Jeremiah dictated to Baruch, which has implications for how God's word is being handled today by our culture and even in Christian circles. In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and Judah and all the nations from the day I spoke to you from the days of Josiah until today. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the disaster that I intend to do them so that every one of them may turn from his evil and that I might forgive their iniquity and their sin." Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote on a scroll at the dictation of Jeremiah all the words that the Lord had spoken to him. And Jeremiah ordered Baruch, saying, I'm banned from going to the house of the Lord, so you are to go, and on a day of fasting, in the hearing of all the people of the Lord's house, you shall read the words of the Lord from the scroll that you have written at my dictation. You have read them You shall read them also in the hearing of all the men of Judah who come out of the cities. It may be that their plea for mercy will come before the Lord, and that everyone will turn from his evil way, for great is the anger and the wrath that the Lord has pronounced against this people. And Baruch the son of Neriah did all that Jeremiah the prophet ordered him about reading from the scroll the words of the Lord in the Lord's house. So for some reason, Jeremiah is banned from going to the house of the Lord, probably because he's said too many offensive things that have not been well received from the people. But Jeremiah's hope is that God's final plea will go to the people and they'll finally repent and turn and God will forgive their sin. Of course, we know that's not going to happen because we have the whole story laid out before us. But that is the intent behind what Jeremiah asked Baruch to do. And as it turns out, that's exactly what he does. He goes and reads it to the people. It ends up being brought to the officials surrounding King Jehoiakim, and they think that the king should hear this. They're concerned about what his reaction might be. Some of them are concerned about God's judgment. The king certainly is not. We'll see that here in a second. So let's look at verse 22 and following. It was the ninth month. The king was sitting in the winter house, and there was a fire burning in the fire pot before him. As Jehudai read three or four columns, the king would cut them off with a knife, throw them into the fire in the fire pot, until the entire scroll was consumed in the fire that was in the fire pot. Yet the king, nor any of his servants who heard these words, was afraid, nor did they tear their garments. In other words, they weren't taking God's warnings from Jeremiah on the scroll that Baruch had written very seriously, if they had taken it seriously, if they cared about his judgment that was coming, if they took their sin that they were being condemned for seriously, they would have been afraid. They would have torn their garments as a sign of mourning and repentance, and they would have turned back to God. But of course, that didn't happen. Even when Elnathan and Deliah and Jemariah urged the king not to burn the scroll, he would not listen to them. So this king is bent on burning the word of God. And the king commanded Jeremiel, the king's son, and Sariah, the son of Azrael, and Shemaliah, the son of Abdeel, to seize Baruch, the secretary, and Jeremiah, the prophet. But the Lord hid them. In other words, the king's upset with the messengers, God's messengers, Baruch and Jeremiah, but the Lord is going to protect them and hide them. 
So he burns the scroll, and then here's what God does in verse 28. Tells Jeremiah to take another scroll and write on it the former words that were on the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, has burned. Concerning Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, you shall say, Thus says the Lord, you have burned this scroll, saying, Why have you written in it that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land and will cut off from it man and beast? In other words, why did you write that stuff? That's why I burned it. But therefore the Lord says concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, he shall have none to sit on the throne of David, and his body shall be cast out to the heat by day and the frost by night. And I will punish him and his offspring and his servants for their iniquity. I will bring upon them and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, upon the people of Judah, all the disaster that I have pronounced against them. But they would not hear. It's really a sad account. It's an audacious account. I mean, this king must think he's really something to to burn the word of God and to not take it seriously. But friends, we are guilty of that ourselves. Uh, We're guilty of that as a collective group of Christians in many cases and at many times. And uh, we need to repent for our disregard for God's word at times. I was in college studying scripture with a mentor, and I remember I was having some hard time accepting some of the difficult teachings that we were going through in the Bible. And my mentor, we were sitting in the student union at the University of Northern Iowa. And he knew that I believed scripture was true and reliable, but he also knew that I was trying to get around the difficult teaching that we were talking about at that time. He said, hey, next week when we meet, why don't I bring a scissors? And you can just go ahead and cut that part out of your Bible, if that'll make you feel better. And it was a gentle rebuke from a guy who wanted me to be clear that we should not mess with not taking scripture seriously or not believing all of it or not conforming our lives to all of it. Of course, I wasn't going to cut a piece of the Bible out of scripture, but I might as well if I wasn't going to take it seriously, right? And so that is the appeal of this text, that we should take God's word seriously more than our own opinions about what God should be telling us. Dr. Tony Evans, one of my favorite preachers, tells a great illustration about a naval captain who's driving a a ship through the sea, and a a message comes over the radio. It says, turn your ship three degrees to the south. We're on a collision course, and you need to adjust your trajectory so that we don't crash. The captain goes back on the radio to the voice and says, I will not. You move your trajectory three degrees to the south. Voice comes back another time. You need to move your ship three degrees to the south, otherwise we're going to collide. And the captain's getting upset. He says, I will not. You adjust your vessel three degrees to the south. Finally, the voice comes back again and says, you need to adjust your vessel three degrees to the south. The captain is irate by this time. He says, I will not. I'm a captain of the United States Navy. And by the powers vested in me by the president of the United States, I command you to move your vessel three degrees to the south. And the voice comes back, says, I will not. I'm the lighthouse. Tony Evans says, God's the lighthouse. He don't move. And we need to conform our lives to him. We need to adjust our beliefs and our perspectives to what his word says. We don't expect God's word to adjust to our likenesses or our preferences. So Lord, would you help us to take your word seriously? Would you help us not to do what Jehoiakim did? The audacity of burning your word. Would you help us to Take your word seriously, believe it, conform to it, adjust our beliefs, our opinions, our perspectives to align with it, rather than expecting that somehow you should bend to our will. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.